0: Have you ever expressed a negative feeling to someone and been told to cheer up or look on the bright side? Well, if you have, you might be experiencing
1: toxic positivity and that is what we are talking about on the show today. I'm
0: Nicole Goodman. And I'm Laura Mishkon and this is Self Care Club.
1: The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women.
0: Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results.
1: Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. Before we jump into today's episode, we want to talk to you about
0: our Facebook group. It's called Self-Care Clubbers. So if you're not already a member, Jump onto Facebook, search for Self Care Clubbers and come and be part of our community. Can't wait to see you there. The link is in the show notes. Toxic positivity is the belief that no matter how awful or difficult a situation is, people should maintain a positive mindset, even in response to events where sadness would be a natural and normal reaction. Instead, positivity is encouraged as a way of coping. It happens when people believe that negative thoughts about anything should be avoided. Of course, we
1: all know that having a positive outlook on life and being optimistic are good for your well-being and mental health. The problem is, life isn't always rainbows and sunshine. Is it not? I thought it was. Not <laughs> all the time. We all experience painful emotions and situations at some points in our lives. These emotions are all part and parcel of the rich diversity of life. Despite being challenging, they need to be deeply felt and dealt with in an open and honest way in order to process them and eventually accept them and move forward in a way that is psychologically healthy.
0: Toxic positivity rejects all difficult emotions and instead promotes a cheerful facade that's all false and overlooks and dismisses your true feelings and how you wish to express yourself. It takes positive thinking and it twists it to an extreme. It not only pushes the importance of optimism, but it minimises and even denies any trace of human emotion that isn't purely happy or positive. This good vibes only approach to life therefore also denies people the support that they need to cope with whatever it is they might be facing you might be wondering at this point if you
1: have ever encountered toxic positivity in your own life it can come in a variety of ways should we play a game oh yeah i'll express something that's happened and you respond with toxic positivity okay 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 so i can't believe it i got sacked today totally
0: out of the blue and my last day is tomorrow well, you know, there are loads of other jobs out there. So just stay positive, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: this might be meant with with sympathy, but it totally shuts down anything that the other person might want to say about what they are feeling. Like shock, worry, confusion. Yeah. All things are really important to express and work through. So what could you say instead, Lauren?
0: Wow, it's hard when things bad things happen like that. How can I help you?
1: Oh, that's nice. That's better, isn't it? Yeah, that's
0: really nice.
1: Okay, number two. Yep. We were just about to plan our holiday for next month and
0: now I've got to have an operation, so we can't go. Well, you know, everything happens for a reason. Maybe you weren't supposed to go on that holiday. Or it could be like, Well, you're lucky you can go on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which is so dismissive and demeaning, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, Um, So the result of that, it people will make such statements because they believe that they are being comforted. Well, I don't
0: think that, well, you're lucky you can go on holiday is comforting. I think that's just mean. Hmm.
1: Yeah. This is also a way of avoiding the other person's upset or pain mm. by saying, well, everything happens for a reason. Mm. It's just diminishing someone's feelings. Yes. Isn't it? Totally. Yeah. So what could you say instead?
0: Oh, I'm really sorry you've got to have an operation. It must be so disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. No one wants to have an operation. No. So number three,
1: I feel so sad that I'm in my mid-40s and I'm still single. It really gets me down
0: sometimes. Well, you know, happiness is a choice. Do you know, that is something I have had quite a few times in my life. And kind it's of really patronising,
1: yeah. At times when you're trying to express something.
0: Yeah, or someone else is... It's happened to me a lot when someone's been moaning about someone else and then they go, well, you know, they choose not to be happy. Happiness is a choice
1: some people do choose not to be happy agreed they do but not so, all no 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 and not if you're like going through something yeah. and being single in your 40s and
0: wanting to talk about it is' yeah. absolutely okay or, or just expressing that sometimes it makes you feel a bit down that's yeah. all right
1: <laughs> Well, it's it the thing is whatever your situation is in life it's it is okay to be down no matter what where you are in life. Even Mm -hmm. if you've got everything you could possibly ever want for, it is part of the human experience to feel worry or to feel concern or to feel low. I mean, the trick is not to stay there forever, but you have to work through negative emotion. That's part of being a human being. Yeah. So um, to say that you know happiness is a choice, this suggests that if someone is feeling negative emotions, it's their own fault for not, in inverted commas, choosing to be happy. Yeah.
0: So what can you try instead? You could just say something like, it's completely valid that you feel like that and I'm here for you on the bad days. You can just call me and we can have a chat. Nice. Nice. At their best, toxic positivity statements come off as trite platitudes that let a person off the hook for dealing with other people's feelings. And at their worst, these comments end up causing feelings of shame and blame in people who are often dealing with incredibly difficult situations. Now, often these statements are
1: well-intentioned and sometimes people just don't know what else to say and don't know how to empathise But it is important to recognize that toxic positivity can be harmful because when you are trying to share genuine human emotion and find unconditional support, instead, your feelings are being dismissed, ignored or totally (laughs) invalidated. Yeah, Uh, it is. uh, uh, This is such a trigger point for me.
0: Is it? Yeah, it's I'm actually having like a visceral reaction to this. Being on the receiving end of toxic positivity can also lead to feelings of shame because it sends the message that what you're feeling isn't acceptable. When you're in emotional pain, you need to feel that your family and your friends are providing some relief and love. That's the whole point of having family and friends. And it also causes guilt because you're made to feel as if you're not finding a way to feel positive, even when coping with something is hard. You're doing something wrong. So it just avoids any authentic human emotion and it allows anyone to sidestep emotional situations that make them feel uncomfortable. And here's something else that you might not have
1: thought about. We can also do it to ourselves. Are you always fine? Yes. You, I'm looking at you, Mrs. Mishkon. We can internalize our own difficult emotions by discounting, denying, or dismissing them. I'm still looking at you, Lauren. This kind of toxic positivity means we avoid feeling things that might be painful. When we do this, it prevents us with facing up to and dealing with challenging feelings that can ultimately lead to growth and a deeper insight and understanding of ourselves. So it is important to acknowledge what you're feeling, feel what you're feeling, and move through it, isn't Mm. it? It's really important, isn't it, Lauren? Yes, Nicole. I'm saying that because Lauren is always fine. Fine. She's always fine. And when she's not fine. She's still fine. She's
0: always fine. She has to be fine. Let's talk about the last bit. What if you are the toxically positive person? Oh, it can be subtle. So do you do any of the following things? rush off problems rather than facing them were well, you doing this to yourself yeah if you are the person who is toxically positive do you minimize other people's feelings because they make you feel uncomfortable I, i'm I, i'm sure that we all do that at some point do you shame other people when they don't have a positive attitude and even if it's not meant with any malice you might want to think about how that could be affecting you and the others around you so Let's get a little bit practical because, you know, I love to get a little bit practical. How do we deal with and avoid toxic positivity?
1: Well, accept that it's OK to not be OK. That is the first thing. It isn't... sounds so easy, doesn't it? Well, it's, it's not realistic to be OK all the time. It just isn't. And that's just not how being human works. It just is not. OK, so if someone else doesn't feel OK,
0: that's perfectly acceptable to. Mm-hmm. Number two, be realistic about what you feel when you're coping with a difficult situation, except it's normal to feel stressed, worried, or even fearful. Try not to deny your negative emotions. They can provide you with important information that can lead to changes, good changes in your life.
1: Focus on listening to others and showing support. When someone expresses a difficult emotion, let them know that what they are feeling is normal and you are there to listen and
0: concentrate on listening and showing support. Yeah. And lastly, just give yourself permission to feel your feelings and accept whatever they are, all the emotions around it. You don't even have to act on it. Just allow time to just sit and process it.
1: Yeah, that's a good one that's a good one so to help us with this week we needed to bring in an expert we did we enlisted the wonderful Anna Martha Anna is a psychotherapist who is widely celebrated for her accessible mental health advice and the light bulb moments which she offers across her platforms including Instagram her best-selling books and her podcast The Therapy Edit and her online motherhood platform The Mother Mind Way Anna is a mum of three young children and was inspired to write her first book Mind Over Mother brilliant title following her own experiences with challenging emotions during the early years she equips mothers with tools and knowledge on how to look after their emotional well-being and gain more happiness throughout motherhood and beyond and this is what she had to say.
2: Anna welcome to self-care club we're so happy to have you here. Oh thank you so much for having me I'm so excited to chat I've been yeah my brain has been whirring. Fizzing. (laughs) Yeah. Let's start
0: with, I'm going to say an easy question, but I guess it's not an easy question. What's the turning point or what's the tipping point in your opinion from being positive and optimistic to toxicity?
2: Yeah. I mean, we all know how good it feels to be kind of positive and optimistic. And we know what it feels like to be around people like that as well. It can be quite contagious, can't it? And sometimes it just kind of turns our, you know, maybe we're feeling a bit kind of gray and a bit heavy. And if we're around someone sometimes that is, that just kind of carries that positivity, perhaps they're able just to kind of inspire us to, to think a little bit bigger and to think a little bit more positively and, and bring balance to how we're feeling. However, The way I think it kind of starts nudging into that toxic positivity is when we start trying to override or even shame ourselves for some of those messier, maybe less, kind of desirable feelings and I, I really noticed this actually in the pandemic and this is when I started thinking a lot more about it you know we clung on to gratitude and positivity didn't we it was a real kind of coping mechanism and it really worked you know there were days at home and it was just pure chaos and the home learning and I felt kind of really oh. weighed down by the monotony you remember that kind of like oh that overwhelm yeah, Of course. and and I'm sure you'll remember moments where you thought for goodness sake you know you are not in a hospital you are you you're not mourning someone who has died get on with it you know be grateful can you remember yeah. those those totally. times totally. yeah i mean
1: totally I've got shivers it's like a visceral mm. reaction to oh, what yeah. you're saying yeah yeah and it
2: and it works doesn't it you know it really does work to, to kind of broaden our yeah broaden our perspective and to tap into that gratitude however mm. where it becomes toxic is what happens to so those really incredibly valid feelings of like overwhelm or stress or exhaustion or those needs that aren't being met, that perhaps if we turned our attention to them, we might recognize that. You know, are we shaming ourselves for having what is often a really normal human response to what's going on? And how does it feel perhaps when we open up? And we share something. I remember this moment. It was literally about seven years ago. And I remember it because it was one of those visceral moments where I shared with a friend how I'd been experiencing postnatal depression. And it was one of the first time I actually opened up to someone and they turned to me. And this this was someone who knew me so well, who had been a friend for so long. She said, Anna, think about it. You've got a husband who loves you. You've got two healthy children. These are things that people would dream about these are things that people would die for and in that moment I knew what she meant but I felt so ashamed almost or for sharing that and if anything it it set me back in that important vulnerability and I'd already been shaming myself for how I felt and the key to moving forward often in our mental health is to recognize and value and validate our feelings but with toxic positivity often with the best intentions we can end up shaming ourselves and others Mm. so I think that's it that's the kind of tipping point
1: so one of the questions I really wanted to ask you actually on that point is if you are met with that someone is sending toxic positivity your way and that was just a beautiful example of that how can you manage that how do you deal with that because it is so shaming in the moment and also you don't want to shame the other person but yet You just want to be
2: heard and seen and all of those things how can you manage it in a in a delicate way well i think you know the most important thing that we can fundamentally do is work on validating our own emotions and feelings and listening to them and naming them and that can be really hard to do especially for those of us who are so used to kind of overlooking them that sometimes we don't even have the language to explain them and i've definitely I've got, I've got tools for that. But I think in the moment it's saying, okay, I hear what you're saying. And either you can say to them, that's actually not helpful. It completely depends on that relationship, doesn't Mm, it? Or you kind of, or you kind of like hold that in your hand, what they said, and you kind of walk away with it. And you think, wait a minute, what just happened there? I'm going to choose to let that go. And I, you know, this is why I love educating people on this word that we use all the time. And it's and, and it's one of my favorite words. I'd even contemplate having it tattooed somewhere on my body because it's just this three (laughs) letter word that is so powerful. And I think it really helps balance out this toxic positivity, right? We can feel both things. You know, we can feel so grateful that we perhaps have our health or our children. And we can also feel totally overwhelmed frustrated bored lonely resentful all of those other things we have the full spectrum of human emotion and I think when we with the toxic positivity often we're we're making a statement to ourselves that it's okay and acceptable to feel and express gratitude and happiness and love and joy and patience and all of these things but everything else is something that we should be dismissing or something that we should be overriding and and Kind of acknowledges that they're both part of the human experience. They're just their feelings, their responses. Mm. And yeah, we don't need to kind of toxic positivity beat ourselves over the backside for finding, feeling overwhelmed at an overwhelm, overwhelming situation or mm. resentful when someone's not seen or they've hurt us or hurt because something's hurtful or finding it hard because something is hard. So what
0: is our
2: practice for
0: the week that you are going to set nicole and i
2: so first of all it is notice just start noticing when you are criticizing or shaming yourself for feelings it might be yeah it might be the but you know oh i'm so annoyed but i should feel this or but i should be grateful or but think on the bright side just start noticing and maybe noticing when you're doing it to other people or just noticing when that temptation is bubbling up you know because we want people to feel happy it's hard sometimes when people we love are feeling grey and rubbish and sometimes we have that urge to kind of inject some yeah but positivity so just start noticing and then secondly instead of the but either use the and you know i'm feeling really overwhelmed and i'm also really acknowledging the privilege or the gratitude I have as well. So you're bringing balance to that emotion instead of squashing it. Um, Or you might just simply follow it with, and that's okay. You know, I'm Mm. feeling really rubbish today, and that's okay. Because that's just how I'm feeling today. Mm.
1: Oh, this is going to be interesting for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She cackles with glee at my uncomfortable feelings. Well, they're just feelings. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, and, and yes, and I'm, I'm I'm uncomfortable, and and that's okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh.
0: yeah, I don't like this week of toxic positivity, and and that's I'm okay. very privileged to host a lovely podcast. Yes, that's not remotely connected, but that's fine.
2: <laughs> that works. That works. Started the week yet? It's all right.
0: I've got time. <laughs> Yeah, Thank you, Anna. Thank you for right.
1: on the show. And will you come back on Friday to give our lovely listeners their challenge of the week? I will indeed. I well, can't, we wait. can't We can't wait to have you back. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Horizon Studios. Let's go further.
1: So Anna is going to come back on Sunday for the again for the full
0: version of that interview, and it was such an interesting and brilliant chat. I really really enjoyed, and she messaged us uh, last night to say I really really enjoyed our conversation, and it was. Did she? Yeah, and it was. It really was great. I really took a lot from it. And we are also going to be on her podcast, The Therapy Edit, in a few weeks' time. So you can listen to that conversation the other way around with us as guests rather than hosts. Let's have a little chat about where we sit on toxic positivity. I kind of... Okay. I'll be very... I'll be as simple and straightforward as I can be about this. Okay. okay. Um, When we planned this week, I thought... This was going to be one of those shows that was. I don't want to use the word a throwaway because none of our shows are throwaway. But what I mean by that is some of them are like the teeth whitening show is a bit of a throwaway. Okay, so I thought it was going to be the the, a mental practice that was the equivalent of period pants, as in I'll do it, but it won't touch me. It won't. It's nothing that kind of nothing to do with me. It doesn't affect me. It's not something in my life. That's how I felt about toxic positivity. Did you hear my eye roll clubbers? Did you hear that? Because it was a big one. Because I didn't understand or know until I did the research that it was something you could do to yourself. But also, haven't you had it done to you before? Yeah, but it's not it's not something that I feel is a factor in my life. Like I don't ever I can't imagine any week where I'd go, Wow, I just feel like that person's toxically positive and that's affecting. <laughs> like it just it's not a phrase that I would bandy around yeah, but you know, Do what? know what I mean. I, mean I, I totally
1: know what you mean. And I agree with that. I'm not gonna suddenly go, Yes, I've got a very to- toxically positive person in my life. But what I would say, I would say things like, I feel quite dismissed around them or I feel like I can't express myself properly around them or I feel guilty to feel what I feel around them and I think that is all part of you're nodding, so you so you must know what I'm saying. But I do know that, what you're saying. Yeah. Actually, no, I wouldn't have put it under the banner of toxic posi- to-
0: toxic positivity, but that's actually what it is. Because, uh, you know, you say the phrase and you feel a little bit like a little bit of a wanker. Do you know what I mean by that? As in, it just sounds like, oh, you c- it's I a really like woke phrase. Yes. I couldn't turn around
1: to Adam yeah. or like my mum and say, oh, I had a really horrible situation today and they were really toxically positive towards me.
0: Yes, because they'd feel
1: like she's she's being a bit of a wanker. She's she's being a bit of a millennial, which I'm obviously not.
0: But I could say it probably to my daughter and she would understand it. Totally. So that's what I'm saying is I didn't feel this was anything kind of to do with me. And then I found out, oh, it kind of is. Well, come on then, let's get... I don't don't want to do my week. That's how horrible it was. I know. I, by the way, <laughs> you know what
1: I mean, I, I don't want to do mine either. And I'm so. And I feel shocked. really, I feel really uncomfortable about this whole subject.
0: Okay, good. I don't mean good, but I mean good because I feel really quite exposed by this week. Me too. In a horrible way. Me too. And I don't
1: really know how I'm going to communicate effectively. By saying what I want to say without putting anyone else in the mix. Oh my god! So why are you making me go first? <laughs> I'm happy to go first. You but go. Can we, before we go into our week, yeah. there's something I, I really want to talk about. Okay. That has been bothering me all week, go and on. also bothering me when we I was we were going through the intro. Oh, go on. When is it, in your opinion? And I think I asked Anna this. When is it okay to? okay, I get that you have to feel your feelings, right? Yeah. I, I'm all for it. I'm here for it. I'm a coach. I, I help people do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But when is it at a point where you are so in your negative feelings that that becomes toxic and then you have to say, okay, it's time to pull yourself out of it now because I am a great believer in moving forward in life, moving on in life, getting on with it, you know, putting your best foot forward. And I don't, Mean this in a toxically positive way, and perhaps there is a bit of residue about that. I don't know, but I think it's important to feel what you feel. But I think by sitting in the negative emotion for too
0: long is also toxic. So you're asking when is wallowing too much? Yes, wallowing? thank you. Okay,
1: but because this is this is mm. not this is not encouraging wallowing. This is saying feel what you feel because it's part of the human experience. Mm. But I don't want it to then encourage people to just sit and wallow for weeks, months, years on
0: end into something that is just not helpful. Obviously, it's completely individual to every single situation. So I think with the very minor things, often... You will go to bed feeling one way and you will wake up feeling a little bit better, and that's natural. So let's l- say, let's take one of the examples. Okay. Right? I've lost my job,
1: right? Yep. Let's say you've got sacked. Yeah. A horrible, horrible experience to Ho- have to go through. Dreadful. Right? You would feel feelings of shock, shock rejection, scarcity, fear, worrying about money. There's there's so much in there, right? And let's say it was done in a really horrible way. You got pushed out of a community of people that you like being around. Mm. A whole lifestyle is gone. There's a Mm. lot of loss there, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Now, it's obviously important to experience it, feel it, process it. Yeah.
0: But If you sit in that for too long you at the end of the day you need to get up and you need to get another job right so i think the first thing is the shock and i think that would probably take a couple of days to sink in just you you know sometimes when you have a bit of a shock and a fright you feel it in your body and there's a lot of adrenaline and that takes time to go down so i think you'd have that for a few days that would pass then you'd have a bit of worry and fear and then i would imagine if you are a sort of together I don't want to use the word normal because that's not the right word, but, you know, a together centred human being, you would at some point go, okay, I've accepted this. And now I have to look to the future because I have to get a job because I have to pay my bills. And it would drive you.
1: But not necessarily, it's what I'm saying. I just don't want, I don't want this to be, you know, oh, I can't be toxically positive, but I don't want it to be um, a driver into allowing for want of a better word, because I can't think of a better word, wallowing. Mm. And and sort of like victim behavior. Mm. It It's... And, it, and it's I know I'm to... sounding harsh because, I, I, and I promise you, I, I truly hand on heart believe you have to experience and you have to deal and you have to process with horrible negative emotions. You have to, because if you don't, they come and bite you on the ass and that is no good either. And they will follow you and follow you and follow you until they are truly dealt with. So... But I think there's a line.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think there is a line, but I think the line is completely unique to every situation and every person.
1: Do you want to go first or am I? I've actually gone first the last few weeks. I'm very happy to go first. Do you want me to go first? Do you want me to pave the way? It's
0: not going to make me any oh, feel any better. Just get
1: it done. Come on, just rip the band-aid off. Let's do it. Come
0: on. we can do- Listen. You're with me. We can do hard things. You're going to be Glennon now, Glennon. We can can do stroking me like a little pod dog, as she would say. We can do hard things. Okay, we're going to do hard things.
1: This is this is strokes of encouragement, and know that I'm here for you. Thank you. Thank you. Whatever you need. (laughs) Very kind. I have my ears open. Thank you. My heart open. Thank you. That's very sweet.
0: It's making you feel really uncomfortable. No, it's
1: not. I'm, I'm carry on totally, being nice to you.
0: Totally fine with it. You're totally not because you're giggling. <laughs> I'm totally fine with it. It's fine. Okay, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Number I'm fine. One. It's fine.
1: I'm fine, and everything's fine, and it's fine. Is that right? Well, I am fine. Yeah, I am. But I am fine.
2: Do Are you, you want fine? To do
1: my week for Are me. Are you fine? <laughs> Tell me if you're fine. I am fine. It got a bit messy, but I am now fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not toxic positivity. Oh, 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 I see. Oh, I see. I see. It's all been very revealing.
0: Oh, so my week's done
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving on to yours. It's all been very revealing, hasn't it? Because you do it to yourself all the time, don't you? Yeah. Oh, I see. This is uncomfortable. Oh, this is a bit of a light bulb practice.
0: I did just say that to you. I'm just going to keep stroking. You. I'll play my voice out. Why are you, you stroking? Oh, I wouldn't say that I really have anyone who is toxically positive in my life, particularly. But I rang my husband today for the normal lunchtime chat. I said, Hi, how are you? And he said, I'm fantastic. I said, You know what? Can, can you just not do that? He said, Why? I said, Because I just find it really irritating. Just say I'm fine. Just say I'm <laughs> fine. Like a normal person. Now
2: he's got to be he fine. Said,
0: okay. He laughed and he was like, okay, I'm fine. How are you? I said, yeah, I'm I'm fine. Thanks. I'm fine. I don't know what that's about. I don't know. Maybe Nicole will have things to say about it, but I just it just irked me. It does irk me when he does that. What? I'm fantastic. Yeah. Just on a Tuesday lunchtime, how are you? I'm fantastic. And you just think, you're not. You're just having a normal Tuesday like everyone else. Just say that. But why
1: that. can't his normal Tuesday be fantastic? Well, I mean, it can Did be. Do you think he's but-
0: being to-
1: toxically positive? Yeah, I do. I think we should record how many times you say fine in this episode.
0: Oh, please don't. <laughs> I'm just going to keep Okay, speaking. let's move on. <laughs> it's going to get worse. I was having a walk with, I'm just going to say, friend of the show. She's just a friend of the show, Kate Kate Medlin, (laughs) with our dogs this morning. And I was telling her about this week's show. And I said, you know what, I didn't realise until we did this show that you can be toxically positive to yourself. She looked at me like I was a lunatic. And she said, yes. I said, well, I've I've really been noticing this week that I, I think maybe... I I do that to myself, but I didn't know that's what it was. And she said, Lauren, how many years have I been saying to you that you're always fine? You're just always fine, aren't you? And I was like, oh, no, I've already had this conversation with Nicole. I can't go through it again. But obviously we went through it all again. And now I'm just seeing it everywhere. (laughs) Next voice note to follow. Next voice note to follow am i not allowed to pick okay so my lovely neighbor popped in today to chat to ollie he's in his early 30s they've got really little kids and they're about to have another one and we were talking about josh's birthday and he said oh double figures that's a really big deal do you feel sad about that and i said no i feel fine about it i feel great about it it's great it's fine And then about an hour later after he left, I sat on the sofa and I thought, do I? Do I feel fine about it? Do I feel anything about it? Am I having any feelings about him turning 10 and double figures and growing older? Or am I just swallowing it down? And then a couple of other things started slotting into place because a lot of stuff happened in my life just before I turned 10. And I thought, oh, hmm i think maybe i'm doing it again doing what again just being fine yeah (laughs) we all know that yeah so the next day it was sort of early afternoon and i realized i wasn't feeling fine (laughs) Round I of just, applause. So I just thought about Anna and the conversation we had. And I thought, I'm not going to toxically, positively talk myself out of this feeling. I'm not going to go, there's nothing, I'm fine. there's nothing wrong. You've got a lovely husband and a lovely house and your kids are all healthy and you've got a great job and you love everything. And there's no, What have you got to not feel fine about? I thought, I'm just going to go, I, I have all those things and that's amazing and Mm. I'm in a bad mood. And I've really sat and tried to unpick why I was in a bad mood, what it was about, had something happened to annoy me. It hadn't, I just felt like that. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to feel like that and accept it and that's okay. And it also passed in time in a couple of hours. I didn't feel like that anymore, but it was better.
1: I'm very proud of you. Oof. Oof. Yeah. What's all right, isn't it? Yeah. It's okay. <laughs>
0: it's it's <all> fine. fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so let's 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 dig into this very briefly because I really, I'm finding it extremely icky. But you and I did have a very lengthy conversation about this. We did. And at the bottom of it, I asked her. What did you ask me? I
1: built up the courage. We were having a nice dinner and I said, why do
0: you think you always have to be fine? Yeah. And after we did some quite unpleasant delving, what we discovered was there has historically not been very much room for me to feel things because everyone else's feelings were We're always bigger bigger than mine and in the forefront. And so what I got left with was, well, I'll just be fine then because there's no room for me to feel stuff. So I just won't, I'll just be fine. And that's a lot easier. And that's what I've done, like for decades. And I still do it. And the thing is, don't be mean when I say this, 99% of the time, I really am fine. I really am very together, very fine. I go through life and I'm good, like I'm good. But sometimes things happen and it's not fine.
1: Things happen and you have conditioned yourself to be fine about it. Yes. Where, and, and, and getting to know each other has been really interesting because we always have different reactions. Yes. And different responses to things. Sure. And whereas I would have a big reaction to something and yeah. you would be like, oh, I'm fine about that. And I'd be like, but how can you be fine about that? I, I don't understand. So I think you are so conditioned, as we said, to be fine and to not have big feelings about things. Whereas my upbringing was very different. And like you said, or you've you've got more room to perhaps feel more and yeah. to not be fine. Yeah. Um, so e- even as you're dissecting it, you are still, there is still a voice in you saying, but I'm fine. Yeah. Even when I'm not fine, but
0: most of the time I'm fine. And I told you something I can't really repeat it on the show because there's is too... Uh, I can't talk about the person. But I told you something when something quite bad happened to me and I told the other person and they said, well, how do you think it made me feel that that happened to yeah. you? And I was like, okay, even when it directly happens to me, it's still about... It's not about you. It's not. It's never about me. Nothing's ever about me. So... That's just how I go forward. But I don't want to kind of say, well, underneath the fine exterior, I'm a complete mess. Because I'm not. No, 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 no. you're not. not.
1: You're not. But I do think there are some, some circumstances where it would be okay and appropriate for you to have perhaps negative feelings, bigger feelings, whatever it is. And you don't allow it for yourself.
0: That's I, all. I don't. But also sometimes when you say, oh, my God, but how can you not feel X, Y, Z about it? I just don't. I don't. Yes, because you're don't. conditioned not to. Also. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe I'm just less. I'm pretty robust, basically. Yes, you are pretty ro- I'm also pretty robust. Yeah. Just
1: differently. Yeah. It's different. But even but even in the conversation that we're having now, yeah, you are still reluctant to own to own the fact that there are times when you are not fine correct and that you find it almost impossible to not be anything other than fine. I do. yeah and that can sometimes be toxic.
0: To myself. Sometimes.
1: To yourself, of course, yeah. not to
0: anyone else. So we were having a conversation on Saturday night. We were with some friends and they were all talking about their experiences of um, childhood and being mothered and th- their experiences of their own mothering and how it's affected their mothering and everything else. And they were all chatting about it and a couple of them were having a bit of a moan. And then one of them turned around and they were like, Jesus, I mean... Of all of us sitting around the table, your childhood was probably the least kind of conventional one and you've got probably more to moan about and you're just like, fine. <laughs> yeah. I am. So it pops up everywhere. So this yeah. week was... Well, this week was, was the awareness was, piece, wasn't it? Yeah. You? This week was... It was... It felt really dirty. <laughs> and I, I feel. think And I don't think that, that
1: one week is going to uncover it, solve it, process it. You can't do all of that in one week. No way. So I think this week for you was that awareness of, okay, perhaps occasionally it's okay not to be fine.
0: And that my default mode is always fine. And that's something I need to look at. So the surprise was, I thought this was a week that would not touch me because I had no understanding that toxic positivity was something you could do to yourself. And when that popped up, I was like, ding, oh, Hi, I'm the problem, it's me. <laughs> or does she say, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem, it's me. Yeah, that's the one. And that's my fun, fun week. <laughs> Listen, mine wasn't
1: much more fun. Okay. I can tell you that now. Okay, so I don't have any voice notes. Okay, I'm just going to say it. Well, I really didn't know what to say and how to say it. So so firstly, let me start with, I can be really toxically positive towards myself. You do think you are? Yes. Okay. I do. Okay. Um, and that is historical. Okay. Because I had a very lovely upbringing. I've come from a very stable, secure home. I've never had any money problems i've never really had big tragedy in my life and everything has been great you
0: are hashtag blessed
1: <laughs> and some of my peers haven't always had that privilege sure so a lot of relationships in my life i have always felt like i don't have the right And this is not coming from my peers, by the way. This is all me. Mm -hmm. I have felt that I don't have the right to complain, to moan, to feel anything negative because my life has always been smoother than theirs. Right. Okay. So that's been my like information of how I relate to myself and to others. Okay. So I can be quite uncomfortable talking about something bad that's going on for me. Mm Um with certain people that might have it slightly worse than me. Okay. Um, and I'm very aware about taking up that space. It's, it's very mucky. I don't even know if I'm making sense. But, you are making complete okay. sense. So, uh, And it's caused, I wouldn't say problems, in some of my very close peer-to-peer relationships, but it's caused conversation and awareness about, they think I can be perhaps protective or a bit secretive.
0: Oh, uh, and i'm not of your own stuff
1: yeah
2: interesting or i, or
1: I hold back or i'm not very open but okay. it's not because i'm not open it's because i feel like i don't have the right to talk about it or i don't have the right to feel bad about it okay
0: i don't have that perception of you just so you know but i don't have it,
1: but i don't have it with you no because i i don't even i don't even know how to say it i i don't have that with you because I feel like we're in a very similar stage in life. Okay. Yeah, we both have it together. We both have very stable marriages. Everything is pretty stable in our lives. We don't have these big
0: overpowering issues in our lives. So you feel like it's fine to express things to me that are not positive all the time because I'm able to understand them and absorb them and not feel like, oh my God, she's got nothing to moan about.
1: Yeah. Okay. Not that I... By the way, that is not coming from other people. Okay. I don't think they look at me and think, oh, she's got nothing to moan about. They don't. You're just putting that on yourself. To- it's totally my stuff. Okay. Okay. My, my friends are wonderful and supportive and lovely and everything else. So, so that's a big thing. So So this week has been... But I've known it about myself for a long time. Okay, so I'm always, again, telling myself, you'll be fine, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. Just, just you don't have the right to feel that. Don't worry about it. Okay. So I've got an inner bully. I've spoken about it many times on the show. You do have
0: an inner bully. I do
1: have an inner bully. And sometimes they're pretty helpful, like when I'm in the gym and it gets the most out of me. But, you know, a lot of the time when it comes to connecting. I think and... you have an inner shamer.
0: It's not the same thing. No, because a bully is more bullish. A shamer is like... A bit more subtle and a bit meaner, a bit more sly. Anything else? No. You have an inner shamer. Happy with that? Oh yeah. I, I <laughs> actually I am happy with that. I was just trying to name her, okay. but I couldn't think Great. of the name. Her name is uh, You name her. Her name Shayla. Sheila. The Sheila. 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 Sheila the Shamer. Sheila. Okay.
1: Okay, so so here's where it gets a little bit mucky mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. Because I have a situation with someone in my life and I don't want to... I want to bring it here because it's been very relevant to this week and it's something that I am dealing with and it's something I'm really struggling with. Yep. But I don't want to put anyone else... I don't want to say too much about this other person sure. because this is not about them. and It's about you. I'm not outing anybody sure. about anything. Mm-hmm. So... And I feel really uncomfortable about it. Why do you feel uncomfortable about it? Because I don't want to say the wrong thing. And okay. this is going out publicly. Okay. So I have a situation with someone who I care for and love very much. Mm-hmm. We're not in a good space. Mhm. Um they are friend or family. Doesn't matter. Okay. Um and I've been telling myself that it's fine. And I've been telling myself all these things that they're in a bad headspace or we'll find our way back to each other, or I've just been making it, trying to make it all okay in my head. When actually, <clears throat> I caught myself doing it the other day, giving myself this whole narrative of why I need to feel okay about it. About the relationship. Yeah. Right. And I stopped myself and I, and I listened to what Anna said. I had Anna's words in the back of my head mm-hmm. or the front of my head mm-hmm. and she says, you can feel two things at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I said all those things mm-hmm. and then I said the big word and mm-hmm. I am hurt. Mm-hmm. I am angry at mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. I, and I am deeply, deeply upset that this is happening. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that was...
0: But did that feel better once you'd acknowledged it, even to yourself? Did it feel better than going, I know it's all just going to be fine? It feels truer. Okay. I can't say it feels better. Does that make you feel,
1: what does that make you feel in your body? I'm just, in, I'm just in touch with truth. I feel sad. I feel, I feel sad. I feel deeply let down and sad. And then there's something in the back of my head saying, well, imagine how she feels. Imagine how she feels. if That's how you feel. Look what she's doing. Look what she's going through. And it's shit. And it's this Sheila the Shamer coming out to play. Actually, I get to be upset about this. I get to be hurt. You, you both
0: get to be. But, but it's not But it's not, not, you but or, it's not about. Even...
1: But it's not about them right now. No,
0: it's not. But the fact that you feel all these things doesn't mean anyone else isn't allowed to feel any other things. Everyone's allowed to feel whatever it is they want. So no one's feelings are more important than the other person's feelings. It's just you. And the truth is, the truth is, is is by by being
1: truthful about what I feel about this and not just saying it's going to be fine and it'll all be okay and she they're here and they're here and they're doing this and this is why it's happening all of that noise by me saying I'm really upset Mm. and actually I don't know if it's going to be okay and that is going to have to be okay for now because I don't know and there's so much stuff that's happened I don't know if it's going to be okay and that makes me sad and that is truly what
0: I feel maybe that was the bit that you've been covering up for yourself. Because if you have a nice little glossy tint on it of it's a bit shit right now, but I think it will all be fine. But you don't have you, It's that word but, but, but. that Anna says, change that but yeah. and it, it's and because then you don't have to acknowledge the, the, truth. the crux of it, which is I actually don't know if it will be. And that thought is very upsetting to me. So I'm feeling all of these things, and I'm very lucky. And and I haven't, it might not and be okay. also,
1: I haven't really let myself feel that pain, grief, sadness, loss, whatever it is, all of it, actually, because I've been so tuned in to what they're going through.
0: Mm. And so there's been no space for your there's feelings? There's been no
1: space for my feelings, which is something mm. I do all the time.
0: Mm. Oh, and, I hear you. Yeah. Thanks. I think you have been even subconsciously slightly letting go of this situation drip it. you've been because you've been drip feeding it to me and the drips that I have gathered is I'm in a place where I'm not happy but I'm having to let go of the reins that's the message I've been getting yeah and it's sad
1: and something I would tell my clients all the time my coaching clients is you know sadness is a very real raw emotion Mm -hmm. and it's okay to feel it it's important actually Mm -hmm. to feel sad so I guess no I don't feel better but it does feel much more honest so this work is
0: not easy oh it's not it's
1: not fun or easy, no, and that's why we avoid it, and we'll put a toxic positive spin on it. Yeah, <laughs> it's much more comfortable.
0: Well, to it, do is that, and it isn't. It isn't.
1: It isn't. It isn't because you. Well, let's go to summary. Okay. If you keep putting a toxic positive spin on it, yeah, all you are doing, all I, I'm going to make this about me, all I am doing is avoiding something very real and raw. Yeah, and that feeling. It doesn't go away just because I ignore it. It just sits there. It sits in the pit of your wherever, your heart, your stomach, your throat, wherever it's going to sit. And it manifests into something else. Mm. It will grow and grow and grow into something. It doesn't just go away. Mm. You can't stop yourself from feeling something Mm -mm. that you truly feel. Mm. And that's what I guess we're uncovering here. Truth. Mm. Yeah. And truth can be hard. Yeah. And invasive and sometimes difficult and hostile and all the things that you don't want but it doesn't make it any less
0: true yes (laughs) i can't add anything better to that but yeah correct so
1: you know this work is not glossy this work is
0: fucking it's like trampling through shit (laughs) it's what this week has been like for me. It culminated for me in sort of an episode of rage. I'm going to use the word rage in its truest sense. I was rageful. Well, as Glennon says, if you're not angry, you're not paying attention. Well, something was paying attention. I was rageful. I needed to be a little bit rageful. And I quite enjoy you when you're a bit rageful. Oh, you've never seen me this rageful. I would never show you this rageful side of myself. You'd never speak to me again. I was very rageful. And then... I, 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 I allowed it. I just gave it space. For a couple of hours. It was very loud. I that la- is so not your jam. No, it's not. So I'm proud it of you. a little bit shocking in my household. Anyway, I allowed myself the rage for a few hours. I just allowed it and it passed through because you know, God, you don't want to hold on to that shit, do you? You want to let that out, out. Out it went. After yeah, but that. it doesn't it transform into something else? So where is it now? <laughs> what is the rage now? Um, I, it just, it just like, I just let it, I let it go.
1: Yes, yeah. let it go. And so, and
0: so what's in its place now? What's here now? Well, after the rage, there was a little half an hour of sort of neediness. And then I, I allowed that. I, I uh, Neediness? Yeah. Oh, I, I can't am imagine so that. not needy. No. But I sort of wanted to deny myself that. Like, no, I don't need a cuddle. No. But I actually did. And I thought, do you know what? I do. And I'm going to get myself one. And I did. And then I just felt like more peaceful in my body. Okay. So you went from rage. Yes. To allowed, need. Allowed rage. Expressed oh, it's rage. All,
1: you've given permission to all of it. Yeah. Beautiful. I did. And now on the back of that, you yep. have more peace. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. That's the full circle. But my God, it was like messy. It was loud it was horrible it was like bleh. well no one said this work is clean and tidy and it's not the end of it by any stretch of the imagination no no this is this is you've opened pandora's box yeah and it's, i really kind of wish i hadn't i don't and even my husband was like you know the irony is In the whole of the UK and maybe the world, there are very few people who know more about self-care than you and Nicole. (laughs) And yet, Lauren, and yet, and yet, here you are raging in a field. And I'm like, yeah. Can I tell you something? Yeah.
1: Right. I think you are a pretty wonderful human being. Thank you. Okay. No, I do. very kind. I do. In all of your I'm fine, it's fine contained, perfect way that you are, I think you are amazing. Thanks. So... If this makes you even more human, you'll be even a more amazing human being. Yeah, it's being. the
0: being just just like, in summary, because we are trying to summarise rather than do a whole nother podcast. In summary, I need to start accepting I am actually a human being. You know? But I think there's, I think what my want for you is that you can
1: see the beauty in that and not the, well, that's, the vulnerability. That may take time. some time. Well, I just want to—I want to say to you that I see the beauty in that. Thank you. That's
0: a very lovely thing to say. Well, I mean it. (laughs) Thank. So the big question. Oh my god! I
1: don't want it in the club. Hold on, I have to ask it. I have to ask it.
2: Okay. Is
1: it coming in the club? (laughs) Does it have to? Well, we're not having toxic positivity (laughs) in the club. What are we having instead? Truth, oh. truth. But what well, isn't that the isn't that what it we're what we're working towards? It's truth. That's what, That's how I feel my week went. I'm I more truthful and honest with myself. Okay.
0: My toxic positivity I don't feel covers up truth. My toxic positivity covers up vulnerability. It's different for you and for me. You don't. Want there to is look a look lot of it. vulnerability in truth. That's true as well. Okay, I don't know what we're putting in the club. We're not putting in toxic positivity. We're definitely putting in vulnerability. Are we? Ugh.
1: So, so, no, so toxic positivity is not coming in the club. We no, don't of course want that. It's here. not. Okay. No. Okay, so that's a no. to toxic positivity. It's a no, yeah. A hard no. Thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to be back on Friday for our epilogue show where we'll dig into this a bit more and we'll hear oh, from God, you guys how, how you feel about this very messy, mucky subject. Um, and we'll have some updates on how we're getting on with our truth-telling and vulnerability, won't we, Lauren? Oh, I can't, I um, can't wait. We'll be back on Wednesday with a snippet show. And also, Anna is coming back on Sunday for the full-length episode, so don't miss that. Thank you for listening. If you want to be in touch, hello at the selfcareclub.co.uk. Come find us on Instagram. Come be part of our Facebook group, TikTok. All the links are in our show notes, so go check them out. And we will be back on Wednesday. Bye-bye.